Okay, everybody, check your check your watches. This is not this is we're not playing tricks on you. It is Wednesday at eleven o'clock, and this is something to talk about. We are at a new day, same time, same great channel. But uh, from now on, going forward, we're here on Hump Day instead of on Fridays. So yep. I hope you'll uh, hope you'll enjoy it. And for those of you that are not with us this morning. We're sorry about that. And if you tune in on Friday, we don't know what's going to be out there. Yeah. <laughs> but but we're here and 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 we're just telling all of our fr- family and friends, just if you don't catch us live on Wednesdays, just go back to YouTube or Facebook or one of the other platforms and all. And you can you can catch a rerun of our of our shows later in the week, too. Yep. Yep. So well, how are you doing? Wednesday to you. Aren't you. Are you glad to be here on Wednesdays now? Wednesday works just fine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. I, uh, I I had to remind myself several times between Monday and today that I had a show on Wednesday morning, but, but uh, yep. So I'll, we'll have to get into a new groove, but you yeah. know what? Change is good. Change is good. Change, change is good and change is inevitable. Uh, it, it's, it's going to happen time and time again. Uh, but you know, like you said, change, change is good. Uh, I, I think what's going to happen is I'm going to wake up tomorrow thinking it's fr- it's Saturday morning, right? Uh, and it's the weekend. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it'll it'll take a little a little getting used to. Well, you have to get into like with any kind of change, you have to get into a new routine. But the bottom line is, it doesn't matter what t- what day it is. It's it it. She's still Vaughn, and he's Stuart. You know, and this and this is something to talk about, and because it is changed, that kind of led us to what we might spend a little bit of time talking about today, and that is is changes in our lives, our attitudes, our lifestyle, uh, our coming and going. Um, we're you know we're all we've all had to make 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 changes in our lives. Uh, some some we've some we've embraced, some we. I guess just have to put up with some are minor changes like changing a product. Some are big, significant changes like maybe deciding on moving to a new place or whatever. So from the way I see it, me personally change is the same, whether it's big or little, because you still have to kind of, uh, you have to make the decision. You have to go through the act of make and the process of making the decision. You have to embrace the decision and then you have to kind of readjust uh, living with that new change as a part of your life. So whether it might be easier to make a change that's smaller, like changing a, a product, but the, the, to me, when I started kind of thinking it through and I was thinking about minor changes that I've made in my life and bigger changes that I've made in my life, you know, while it might have taken longer to get through the bigger changes and a great, much greater adjustment, it was still kind of the same process. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it, it, ch- some of the changes could be simple, as simple as instead of going out, you know, a few times a week to get something to eat, you're, you're making it at home or you're bringing it in. And it's, that's just a simple change there. Uh, we're, we're seeing that people, 
in general, there have been some surveys done and they're finding that a lot of people are spending, if they're going to spend more time at home, they're getting reacclimated to things like gardening, you know, spending a little more time in, in the yard, you know, fixing it up instead of having that maintenance person come in to do some of the trimming of the, tr of the bushes or, or raking up the leaves. We're doing it ourselves again, uh, getting back in, involved in some of that stuff. It's, it's some of the, you know, the obvious that is the greatest changes. And that is our ability to really sit down in social situations with other people. Uh, we either have to do it virtually or we, uh, we just kind of do it at, at, at home. And those have been some of the, 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 the little bit harder changes, you know, some of those lifestyle changes. Yeah. There've been a lot of changes for sure. Um, you know, in today's times, um, obviously specifically in 2020, but, um, and those changes have been uh, extremely difficult for some and, and not as difficult for others. Um, I was having a conversation just the other day with somebody about the possibility of us being locked down again. And there are people who are okay. They, they, they tolerate it better than others. Um, there are many people out there who have been greatly affected negatively, as you and I have talked about before on the show, just right. how isolation has um, actually been detrimental to, to many, um, even uh, to a point of uh, uh, greater mental health issues and um, in some cases, uh, you know, suicide and whatnot. So the idea of going back to lock-in is terrifying to, to many people. Then there are other people who, who are uh, able to lock down more comfortably with family, with a comfortable home environment, um, with provisions necessary to sustain a normal, somewhat normal lifestyle. Um, they have an income that allows them to lock down comfortably. Um, and so that change to me, that particular change to me, is one that kind of warrants a whole different conversation, in my opinion. That that's not your typical change, like moving to a new state or changing a product, or 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 whether or not you shake hands, or whether right. or not you uh, attend meetings five times a week and you backed it down to one day a week. You know that those changes can be done you, without any kind of harm to that person. If you choose not to shake someone's hand, that's a choice, no harm, no foul. You don't shake, they don't shake. Maybe the other person goes away, maybe a little offended if you choose not to shake their hand, I don't know. But but the change that you just brought up, the example of being locked or, or just what we're experiencing right now in 2020, that to me goes beyond just your typical change. There's so much more to that. Well, and I think that anxiety has become probably one of the key words. I mean, when you stop and think about it, if I'm not mistaken, it's about this time a year ago that that COVID was first known about uh, in, in China. I think they said it was November of last year. Uh, and all it, it, it took a month or two before it seemed to go across the, 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 the Asian borders and because of international travel, how it started to spread to other countries and continents. 
but it's a year already. You know, when we think back to when it started to become prevalent in our country back in February of this year, we all thought, okay, fine, it's like a bad flu and it's going to come and 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 within a month or two it'll it'll be gone. And now we're we're facing almost an entire year of being involved in this in this uh, you know being sequestered and and having to change our lives so dramatically and it it has it has forced us now I, I use that word loosely because what we were talking about earlier uh, some people say okay look there's there's a, it's spiking again so we may all have to be spend more time indoors. There are some people that have so much anxiety that they are saying, ain't no way. I am just not going to stay in the house anymore. I'm going out and I'm going to go out in public and I'm going to try and find restaurants and bars that are still serving because I am not going to sit in my house anymore. And that's got its own set of issues because not only maybe detrimental to that person, but it's going to be detrimental to the people that are around you. Yeah, I mean, there there are going there are goings out and goings out. There are two different. I mean, if you're just haphazardly going out and um and being rebellious and saying I just want to go out and go to a bar and go to a restaurant, that's that's one that's one thing. But if you are saying I, I have to go out, I'm a single parent. I'm raising three kids under the age of seven. I right. I rely on my my tip money to put mac and cheese on the table. You know, that person is not looking at this, you know, irresponsibly um, by saying that they have to get out. They're saying, I have to get out. <laughs> and, and so I actually, it concerns me a great deal um, because while I can uh, stay shut in comfortably and, and survive with an income and all of that, um, others can't. And I can't stop thinking about, about them because you know, there are jokes on the social media just about being locked in and drinking wine and whatever. That's just not the case for many, if not the majority. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I it just it just really um, greatly concerns me. Anyway, I mean, we're not here to talk about being locked in. We're here to talk about change. But that's just an example of one that we brought up. And that's why I say that that particular topic is is it is a change that has so many different uh, aspects to it and emotions attached to it and it, it's a, like because I embrace change and, and you had initially brought this up to just talk about change in general. Yeah, you um, said change is good very often. Change can be good. Change, you know, is and I'm okay with change. I'm not. I'm not a creature of habit. I don't get so set in my ways. I, I but that's my personality. Others, you know, I have a very difficult time with, with change. I, I think that where change becomes difficult is when it's an unknown. I think that if you're making a change and you know that it's kind of a guarantee what that change will bring you, then that's an easier change to make. I think that a lot of times where change becomes difficult is when the end result is unknown and that change becomes more of a gamble. And that's where I think people are reluctant to embrace, uh, you know, change. Yeah, you know, we, we've we've all seen now 
some some where change you know, wasn't so detrimental. Certainly in the springtime when you had all these graduating seniors in high school and college that were facing, oh my gosh, we're not going to have graduation. Uh, there were changes that were made in order to accommodate that change that we were living in. And there were virtual uh, graduation ceremonies. There were drive-by uh, graduation ceremonies. There were ways that people adapted themselves to that change. Uh, and, and it wasn't so detrimental. Uh, maybe we're using the word detriment a little bit too, too heavily uh, because it's just necessary. Uh, I was just reading this morning uh, about that, that uh, for instance, the, the Macy's Day um, Parade, which has been a staple in our country for uh, 159 years They've had the Macy's Day Parade in New York, and and it's my favorite. Yeah, and and you know, while some people have said, okay, you know, I have always found that in front of the television on my my couch with a with a nice cup of coffee and maybe a few donuts and all is the way I've always watched the Macy's Day Parade. You're going to get to do that again this year. They are going to do the Macy's Day Parade, but there will be no spectators on the streets of New York for it. It's going to be almost like, like the football games in, in empty stadiums. That's change. And, and trying to, to, keep, to, to keep tradition alive with modest changes. Uh, but, you know, I, the, I guess the biggest change this year is I feel – feel sorry about is that so many people are not going to be able to physically be with their families this year because they can't travel uh, by air. They can't, they many won't even travel a, a larger distance by car in order to have those dining rooms filled with family and friends for, for Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, some Again, some are going to be doing it virtually. I read something this morning about people are already going to plan Zoom Thanksgiving with their families. Uh, and by everybody going to be, have their own version of turkey with the dressing and all of that kind of stuff on their own table. But you're going to see six different dinners on your on your computer screen at the same time. It's called making the best of the circumstances. It's called, it's called change yeah. being and, good. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, well, yeah, change can be good. I don't necessarily think that having Thanksgiving dinner with family by Zoom is a good thing. I think. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I think that it's what it's making the best of what we're dealing with right now. It's a tolerable uh, thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of the, and, and there, and that's actually a good point. Maybe not all change is good, but necessary. And maybe not all change is permanent, but temporary. So I like to think that family gatherings via Zoom will eventually go away and, and we can once again interact with each other face to face. Because I think that is extremely important to the overall health of our society. Someone told me the other day that that if you are, and, and it's maybe too late now because we've gone through almost a whole year worth of Zooming, but if you are going to have certain events that you're going to be doing on Zoom, 
uh, hit the record button, record them and save them because it's something that you can look back on years from now. Yeah. You remember when we had Thanksgiving in 2020 and uh, we were all separated and all, but we've got it on video and something that you can then share with your, your kids and your grandkids later yeah, to fair. show what, what, what happened. So it, it's, it's, it's a good idea because I, I, you know, what's going to happen when this whole thing is over, we're all going to be out there buying t-shirts and sweatshirts that say, I survived the pandemic of 2020. Yeah. Well, they already have some of those out there right now, yeah. but not saying, you know, but well, we are doing a zoom actually, my sister's in New Jersey with her family. I'm here and mom and dad are also in Texas, but mom and dad are not going to come up this year for obvious reasons. So uh, we're not going to sit down and have dinner together via zoom. What we're going to do is turn our computers on while we're in the kitchen prepping and doing the things that we normally do in preparation of the big dinner. Um, uh, Cause that we, while we love the dinner, um, we also love our time in the kitchen while the parade's going on and we're, Right. You know, kind of doing our thing and chopping and cutting and sauteing and stirring and mixing and all of that. So we'll have our little gathering before dinner and then we'll all go to our separate tables. Uh, so we're, we're going to utilize the whole zoom thing too. And while I, yes, that is a change. Um, I'm hoping that's a temporary change and it's something that we're going to have to do this year. So at least we can see each other's faces and hear each other's voices and make the best of, of the situation. And I think that's kind of what you need to do sometimes when you make, make a change is for me in order, as I thought this through and think this through and have followed through personally, whatever the change might be, in my opinion, the most important thing is that you have to have buy-in. You have to want the change. If you want the change, I think that it makes it easier to kind of work through the process. If you don't want the change, you're going to kind of be, hesitant and reluctant the whole way through. And then also I got to thinking about over, over the years and kind of like big changes that I've made in my life to little changes that I've made in my life. The times also where it becomes more complicated to embrace change and, and work through change is say, for example, if you and your spouse have, you know, a difference of opinion in a change that both of you need to, to, to make, do you know what I'm saying? It has to be a change that both of you have to agree upon that will affect both of you, but yet you're on different pages. One might want the change, the other doesn't. That's also where I think change can become very, very difficult and stressful in a person's life. Yeah, you know, our, our schedules have changed now. For 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 instance, uh, instead of, you know, you, you want to go out, you want to go out and pick up something. You want to go to a store. You want to go here. We would just hop in the car and you'd go any, any day of the week. What we've done is try to narrow down. And if we're going to go out, go out and try to accomplish two or three things in one, in one loop and come home and that's it. And then maybe we're, we're in for the next couple of days. Uh, certainly I think a lot of people that have seen a change in their schedules, uh, for, for Lauren and I being seniors, what we tend to do is if we're going to go to the grocery store, instead of just going late morning or middle of the afternoon or whenever we feel like it, we generally get up early and we go and, and try and get there right at, at the beginning of the day, sometimes as early as six o'clock in the morning. Get in there, be the one of very few people that are in the store, do your shopping and all, and get out before 
everybody else starts to congregate. So we're changing that that in our scheduling a little bit too. Well, let me ask uh, you. Let me ask you. So that change that you and Lauren have made going to the grocery store earlier, I'm assuming it started when they kind of allotted that time for uh, a certain age group to do their shopping before the store gets too crowded. But let me ask you, now that you've made that change and have now experienced doing your shopping at that hour of the day, is that a change that you might see that y'all would continue moving forward regardless of restrictions, you know, being lifted and all that? Well, for the foreseeable future, yes, we will probably stay with that change. Uh, once the vaccine is out and everybody's inoculated and they give the all clear and say, hey, you know what, folks, it looks like this this thing is behind us. Who knows if we're going to go back? By, by that time, we will have spent so much time in that new schedule pattern yeah. that we might stick with that same schedule pattern. And I think that that... That to me is, is, is interesting to kind of look at. And we've had conversations before just in my social circle about things that we've done, changes we've made that we actually now kind of like works for us. Um, for your example, going to the grocery store at that hour. Well, you know what? This is a nice time to get our shopping done. We get it done in the early part of the day. We have the rest of the day ahead of us. Uh, it's not crowded. Uh, there's more inventory on the shelf at that hour, whatever. Uh, you've, you have found that that might work for you. Some people might, even after everything is done and over and we're back to normal, whatever no, our new normal is going to be, uh, some people might, might, might continue to kind of coil back if someone's reaching out to shake their hand or might continue to wear their mask. Um, I, I, you know, and again, we're speaking kind of examples of COVID, but, but sometimes people make a change that might, they might think is just temporary, but if it really starts to work for them, then they make it a permanent change. And that's where, the, that's the bottom line is that's why change can be so good in some cases, because it might be something you wouldn't have done, but you made the change and you realized you, you needed to make that change, or it was a good thing that you made that change because it made circumstances in your life, whatever they may be, better, for the better. And that's why I think people need to always at least kind of not just respect change, but, and, and maybe it's harder to embrace it, but at least to allow yourself to, to try and make the change. Because if you allow yourself to try to make the change, then you're getting a taste of it. And if you like the flavor, then you can, you know, serve yourself up a big portion of it. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I think it's safe to safe to say that if you reject changing uh, anything, that could come back to hurt you more than changing and then maybe changing back. Uh, you know, we, we, we all have to modify our lives. We have modified our lives. You know, I don't know if there's anybody that really relishes going out in public, no matter what the circumstances, and really relishes wearing those masks. Uh, I, for one, as a as a as a, a glass wearer, uh, it, I, I I just despise having to go through the stores, and my glasses just keep fogging up. I haven't found the right mask yet that allows me to be comfortable with the mask, and yet not have to keep adjusting my glasses because it's yeah. it's it's fogging up. Mm -hmm. It's something you just have to you have to deal with. When we first started doing it, 
I was so uncomfortable wearing masks. You know, maybe it was I felt embarrassed uh, uh, wearing the mask because I wasn't used to seeing it. Now it's pretty much commonplace wherever you go. You see people wearing their masks, and we've all become more aware of when we are in a in a social area like a like a store, a, a grocery store, or so that there are some people that are still fighting it, and they'll walk in the store with the mask, and then they pull it down underneath their their, their chin. And you know, I, you know, before you know, maybe felt uncomfortable seeing other people with masks. Uh, I kind of turn and go down the other aisle if I'm walking down an aisle, I see there's somebody coming toward me without a mask on. I don't want to put myself at risk. So yeah. I'll turn around, go down the next aisle and come back to that aisle later. Yeah. I, again, it's hard for us to talk about any topic right now without relating it to COVID. It, I mean, it, 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 right. it, for almost, I don't know how many months now we, whatever the topic is that we're discussing, we just relate it to COVID and the circumstances um, under which we're living right now. Um, but change has always been a part of our lives. Um, <laughs> always, you know, and, and again, um, I think some people are more, uh, capable of embracing and working through change than others. But my question to you is, and I know you and I have been through many changes in our life. But my question to you is like, when do you know? I mean, obviously there are some obvious changes that you and I are talking about with COVID. But generally speaking, when does a person know that it's time to make a change in their life? And, and, and an acceptable change. You know, certainly probably one of the hardest things if we all look back upon our lives, probably one of the hardest uh, decisions we've had to make, which which leads to uh, a very, very big change is relocation. You know, if you are raised in a certain city or a state or well, and, 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 and a, a business opportunity arises, uh, you know, or you're with a corporation that says, we want to transfer you now from the East Coast to the West Coast, you know, that's a major change in, in your life and how you deal with it can be either a big success or a big failure uh, because sometimes people will make a change by choice. And again, how do you determine what percentage of that decision is going to be positive and what might be negative? Uprooting the kid. When, when, when we moved from the Midwest to Florida, our son was going into his senior year of high school our daughter was going into middle school. That was a very, very serious change. Uh, not even so much for our our son, but for our daughter going into middle school because she was, was devastated having to uproot and leave all of her friends behind. Our son knew he had one more year of high school and he was going to go on to college anyway. And he had a choice of either finishing high school back in Illinois or going on to to, uh, to Florida. And we left the decision in his lap. Uh, instead of saying, no, you're going with us and that's, a, that's final. We made arrangements with some friends that said if he wants to graduate from his high school in Illinois, 
he can stay with us for his senior year. And ultimately, our son decided, no, he wanted to be with his family. So he came to Florida and, and, and finished high school and graduated high school from a Florida high school. So how'd that choice work out for him? That choice worked out fine for him because it, it was, it was, you know, his choice. So we couldn't, he couldn't say to us, well, you forced me to do it. So I'm going to hold you responsible for the rest of my life. Right. Right. He went through his senior year. You know, he didn't get involved in a lot of things he probably would have back in Illinois, but he graduated, went on to college and then he charted his, his own course. Our daughter was a little different. She was resentful that we she had been uprooted. And when she went to Florida, she made new friends, a, a smaller a smaller group of friends. But the day she graduated from high school in Florida, she said, goodbye. I'm going back to Illinois. And she did. She got in her car. She drove back to Illinois. She went to, to college back there, started her, her career. And she's still back in, in the Chicago area because that was that for her felt like home. So she was forced into change for several years, but then she made her own decision to change her life back the other way. And, you know, probably even though she experienced some negativity during the change, it sounds like she was able to kind of, in the end, learn from that change. And that change maybe even triggered her or prompted her to to do what she maybe otherwise wouldn't have done. You never really know. I mean, maybe maybe change is just meant to be and you can't predict the outcome of it. And maybe that change takes you on different paths and twists and turns and brings you to a place where you maybe didn't predict you were going to go or even think about but that change, while it might have been negative along the way, brought you to a, a great place. It sounds like that's what happened to your daughter. Yeah, well, you know, and that onus falls upon us as parents because this you're 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 dealing with the life of this 11 year old who is going through all kinds of personal changes in their life. But you have the responsibility for trying to make the best of that change. You know, you're responsible and you're saying, well, you know, uh, you're going with us because we say so, because you have to, you know, but trying to make the trying to make the best of us, best of it. Now, fast forward, we we are are faced with making some of these same changes or our children are making these same changes with their children, uh, not knowing, you know, which which way to go. Yeah. A nice shout out to, to, to Brandon. Yeah, I see uh, good friend of ours who says he's 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 with us on Wednesdays and happy for us in our new time slot. Well, thanks a lot, Brandon. <laughs> well, you know, you were talking about relocation and and, and for me, I, I got to thinking about the changes in my life and some of the bigger ones, the smaller ones. I, I've had I've had both. Uh for me, uh kind of along with relocation came a change in job, a, a change in professions. And um, that's something else too that I, I started thinking about. And I thought to myself, why did I make those change, changes? Why, why does anybody sometimes choose? Sometimes a change comes to you and, it, and it's an obvious and it has to happen. Um, 
sometimes a change you're you're rocking along just fine and you're happy and things are going great but you choose to make a change and why do you choose to make a change at that time and for me personally as i started to kind of think about just changes in general and you know types of personalities that embrace change and types that don't and why do we even make a change especially when it's not a mandatory change some changes are mandatory you have no choice but i have made a lot of changes in my life that were uh elective and like didn't have and one of them was job and i thought why did i make that change and and i think a lot of change changes sometimes come from just uh feeling like you've plateaued. You're not feeling fulfilled anymore. You're becoming bored, perhaps. Um, uh, you're, you're kind of not being, you're not focusing as much as you used to or whatever. And for me, I was very happy in my position at USA Today, but I found myself kind of living in Groundhog's, in the Groundhog's Day movie where, and so for me, I chose to make that change, uh, which not only gave me a, 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 you know, put me in a different role in the company, but also took me across the country. But for me, it was a choice. It was a change that I actually initiated. And I think that makes that change a lot less stressful and easier when you're the one that, you know, kind of initiates the change you want the change you 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 know what the end result's going to be there's not there are not a lot of unknowns you know in which direction you're headed at least there might yeah. be some unknowns along the way so i i got to thinking too about uh why people make change and i think that that's a big one when people just kind of evaluate where they are in their lives whether it's professionally or personally they sit back and kind of evaluate where they are and define define for themselves what types of changes they think they need to make in their own life personally or professionally to make them more fulfilled um you know just and sometimes it's just it's just a matter of that and for me that's exactly what it was um that doesn't make it any less scary um right. but you know i was young professional and i moved myself across the country and took on a whole new job and uh and but 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 if I hadn't done that, wow, what what regrets I would have today. And the adventure that it took me on was amazing. Well, you know, and, and, and like you said, you did this as an individual when you were young and it was e a little easier probably to to make that change. Uh, certainly there's a certain honeymoon period where you you are questioning, is this the right move? You know, did I make the right change at this time in my life and all? But hypothetically, put yourself in that same position where you've got one, two, or three children that you're now responsible for, and you say, I'm unhappy in my job and I want to make a change. Now, how hard is that decision to make because you have other people to consider in that, that decision other Absolutely. than just yourself? A much greater risk. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah no. Uh, yeah, and you're exactly right. I, I did that as a young professional. I was already married, but no kids. And then we did a we made another move uh, with 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 uh, little ones. I don't want to. It doesn't matter the details. But you're right about one thing, and that is when we got to a point in our 
lives where we had a family. Changes became so much more difficult to embrace because you just weren't in a position anymore to just throw caution to the wind, just kind of, it was just, it was a greater gamble because now it wasn't just affecting your own life or your life and your spouse's life. It was affecting the lives of your whole family. And, and for children too, especially like you were saying to, if it's a change that takes them out of their comfort zone, which is so important at an early age, uh, it can have very great risks involved. And risks that could um, linger for many years. And and so, so, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, actually. Uh, not only making change uh, is easier for some versus others, depending on your personality, but also change is easier perhaps to make, at, depending on where you are in your life at that time. Well, ch change is certainly easier for you when you are, number one. Right. But when all of a sudden this consideration is with a spouse and children, uh, all of a sudden you may not be the number one person in this decision. You may be two, three, four, four uh, in, in, in the decision. Uh, and, and now fast forward to current times, there are some people that are be are almost being forced into change because they've had this good job that they really do enjoy, and all of a sudden the doors were closed on the company, and you're now furloughed or you, you know you've been let go because of, of of COVID, and you're wondering, are am I going to get a call back? Look look at all the people that were laid off back in the spring that thought you know well in a few months. I'll get a call back. They file for unemployment. Uh -huh. Now all of a sudden, those benefits running out. They're not being called back. They have to now make a change in their lifestyle and what they're going to do and get out there back into a very, very difficult job market right now. And so it is not so much a an elective change as it is a necessary, vital change Absolutely. that they have to make. And it may not be that you can go back into that career path that you already, already had laid out for yourself. You've got to just grab whatever you can 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 get. Yeah, you're you're right about that. That's um, I ran into a friend of mine the other day who was furloughed, and um, she's just kind of waiting for their instruction on going back. And she actually is not exactly sure in what capacity she will be taken back on. And so she knows that she's going to be experiencing a change, but she, um, she, she, she's experiencing complete unknown. I mean, she has no idea even what to expect. So that's a, you're, you're exactly right. And that's a big one. You know, and again, we talked about change being positive. Sometimes there are some people that are going to be out there and they're going to find a new avenue, a new career. And, and a year or two from now, they're going to look back and they're going to say, boy, that was a blessing in disguise that, yep. you know, uh, in, in my old, in my old job, I was bringing my work home. I was working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And, and I'll, now I'm more comfortable in my own skin. And it was positive. Other people are going to find it as a stepping stone until they can get to a point where they can now make another change into something back to what they want to do. I think you're right. And I, 
I hope, and I know that I have talked to different people. Again, we're kind of gravitating back toward COVID circumstances, but I have uh, people who have made major shifts in their schedules and in the in the in the way that they're conducting business, and 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 um, a lot of them have gotten into a a new way of working that is actually um, overall better for their productivity and um, efficiency. And yeah. uh, and so that's great. That's when change was worth it and it, it, had a po- it had a happy ending and that's great. Others might be currently experiencing a change right now that's not working for them. I would recommend that they push through best they can and hope that this is a temporary change. Because again, I think that, you know, when you make a change, unless it's a mandatory change of some kind, you're not signing a contract. If need be, reroute <laughs> and modify, right, right. Modify, the, modify the change, or maybe the change is completely temporary and you'll go back to the completely the way it was. But if a, if a change, if a change right now is not working for you, um, and if, if you can't modify it, um, my 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 only thing is, and I have because I have friends right now that are experiencing change that's not working for them. Um, I I just say push through it, hope that it's temporary, and that you can get back to a, to to whatever it was that was working for you. Yeah, I think it's it's all about having a positive attitude, and uh, what I think you're 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 alluding to also is to rely on your friends. Talk to your friends if you're you know having a little bit of anxiety, and I'll reach out to your friends, whether it's visually or pick up the phone and and call and get into a conversation. Um, that's what it's all about. Because right at the very outset of the show, I think you 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 set the tone that change can be positive if we make it if we make it positive. Uh, we actually we've got to move on because we've got to strike the set and everything because uh, uh, they're going to be setting up for a, a new show coming in on Wednesdays uh, right here on KVGI Radio. But uh, you know we're still going to be here every Wednesday at eleven o'clock to 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 spend some time on something to talk about with Vaughn and Stewart. And uh, uh, it's been great just chattering with you again this week, and we'll we'll do it again next week. How about it? Well, absolutely. Have a it's a beautiful day here in Frisco, Texas. So go out and enjoy it. And if it isn't a good good day where you are, make it a good day. And make That's sure you right. put it on your calendar to come back next Wednesday and every Wednesday at eleven o'clock to spend some time with Stuart and Vaughn on something to talk about. Go out and make it a good one. Have a great day.